Welcome to the Winging It Travel Podcast with me, James Hammond, where every Monday I'll be joined by guests to talk about their travel stories, travel tips, backpacking advice, and so much more. Right now, I'm taking the podcast on the road traveling with me. So tune in every week for short form episodes detailing all my travels alongside my Monday guest episode. Are you a backpacker, traveler, gap year student, or simply someone who loves to travel? Then this is the podcast for you. This is a casual, informative podcast designed for you to inspire you to travel. There'll be stories to tell, tips to share, and experiences to inspire. Welcome to the show. Hey, yeah, just a quick one. I just want to say there are many ways to support this podcast. You can buy me a coffee and help support the podcast with $5. Or you can go to my merch store with the affiliate link with TeePublic, where there's plenty of merch available to buy, such as t-shirts, jumpers, hoodies, and also some children's clothing. Thirdly, which is free, you can also rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, or Good Pods. Also, you can find me on social media on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Simply just search for Winging It Travel Podcast, and you'll find me displaying all my social media content for traveling, podcasts, and other stuff. Thank you. Hello, and welcome to this first solo episode whilst traveling. And today I'm going to cover our three days in Paris, maybe some tips and tricks, some likes and dislikes, and basically what we did. On Monday, we jumped on the Eurostar from King's Cross to Paris with our Interrail Pass. And just bear in mind, you still need to reserve a seat for that, even if you've got an Interrail Pass. They cost around 30 to 35 Canadian dollars, I think, something like that. Might, might be a bit more. And it takes around two to two and a half hours to get to Garde Nord train station in Paris. What we didn't think of here is that we arrived at rush hour. To be honest, we actually wanted an earlier train, but they were booked out. So when we got to the metro, it was probably around 4, 4.30, and it started to get pretty busy. The first metro, we had two trains to catch. The first one was pretty hairy because it's pretty busy, just about squeezed in. And then we made our way to Downsnill Station, which was two metro lines away. We were staying in the Bercy area in Paris, Hotel Le Courtier, which was recommended by someone else. And it's a fairly reasonable price. But you are going to pay a lot of money for accommodation in central Paris. I think for this accommodation, in Canadian dollars, we're hanging around the $500 for three nights. And that was a fairly small double room. But the hotel was really nice. And I think for the price and location, pretty happy with that. And after a long day, we went out for dinner at one of the local restaurants called Le Zinc. And believe it or not, I had fish and chips with a glass of wine for around 16 euros. That's a nice little restaurant that, if you're in the Bercy area, would highly recommend it. So day two, we're up early for some exploring, and we had breakfast at a fairly local cafe called Café Valentine. And this is one of those French cafes that's kind of sat back, away from the main road, and it really is hard to find unless you're looking for it. But 10-minute walk away, we got a coffee and croissant, I think, for around €3 Euros each. Such good value. After that, the weather was fantastic this day. We walked along the Seine River. It was sunny, it was mild, around 15, 16 degrees. Perfect for walking in Paris for that day. And we walked along the same towards the Dupree area, which is right next to the Notre Dame and Louvre in that sort of area, but the other side of the river. And we visited the Shakespeare and Company bookshop and I even bought a book. There we go. Then we walked a bit further on for some lunch at Le Comptoir de Saint-Prix, which was a fairly standard Parisian cafe on the corner of a street. It's got the classic inside, what I would consider the classic look. And then an omelette and coffee, which was around 14 euros. I think in central Paris... In the districts of you know seven six five four three two one, they are going to be fairly pricey. 
Americanos are going to cost like five euros instead of two where we were based. And also food is going to be doubled as well. So like an omelette or scrambled eggs, for example, if you went for breakfast, that would probably be about 10 euros, I imagine. But anyway, had this fantastic omelette and coffee. And then we kind of walked around to the Louvre. Now, we were going to actually entertain going into the Louvre. But first of all, it's closed on the Tuesday. That's the first tip. And also, they're booked out. So, if you're looking to go to the Louvre, even in February, you need to book in advance. So, plan B was to chill out in Jardin de Tuileries, which is a park right next to it. And because it was a super mild and warm day, we sat by a fountain and chilled out there for probably 45 minutes. And a lot of people were doing the same thing. Either reading, scrolling on the phone, or just kind of having a nap by the fountain. It's quite nice to sit there and just kind of reflect a little bit. In terms of distance and location, to give you an idea where we stayed in Bercy to that park or the Louvre, that's probably a 45-minute walk, maybe a bit more. But it's pretty flat because you're going along the river, so it's really nice, and it's a really nice day. If you're raining, you probably want to get the metro there. And FYI, metro trips, one single trip as an adult is €2.10, I think. So just bear that in mind. Anyway, the next task was to find a public toilet. Now, this is where Paris kind of sucks in this point. Trying to find a working public toilet was a nightmare. We headed towards the Concorde and then the Champs-Élysées and there was nothing. Eventually we found one, but it probably took half an hour to 45 minutes to find a working one. As far as I'm concerned, it's one of the worst cities I've experienced for trying to find a public toilet. We made our way to the place, the Concorde, walked down the Champs-Élysées, set up Arche Triomphe. But as you can imagine, the road is super busy with tourists, locals and people who want to shop. So it had a kind of whiff of Oxford Street about it. But I must say, at the end, seeing the Arc de Triomphe, that is an iconic stature, and it's quite cool to see, actually. One of my favourites. And as per usual, they love having a stature or a monument on a roundabout, so you can watch the traffic go mental around it. That's always worth five minutes of your time. And it wasn't too busy with the photo shot as well. You can actually go into the Arc de Triomphe and up the top if you want to pay some money. After that, we're knackered. Got the tube back to the hotel because we are just absolutely flat out. I think we'd done 16,000 steps at that point, and... For a local restaurant, we went to Jodhpur Palace for an Indian. Not much to say about that, just a nice Indian place locally. Also, top tip is if you're looking to go out in the evening, but you're knackered from walking all day, a lot of restaurants in a local area do not open till 7pm. In central Paris, you might be fine, but just bear that in mind too. Day three, another exploring day ahead of us. So we got up early and I want to record a coffee podcast episode at Shea Poquil, which was about a two minute walk from us. And again, another classic Parisian breakfast of a coffee and a croissant slash baguette with jam. We got one of each, halved it and shared it. That's fantastic. Again, €4.50, something like that each. And this time I was recording an episode. Now, the difference between Italian cafes and Parisian cafes is the noise. The Parisian cafe is so quiet in the morning. When I was recording an episode there, no one was speaking and it's clearly going to be heard from everyone. They might not speak English, but they're going to hear me record. In Italian cafes, there's shouting going on there's people in and out they don't hang about a lot of noise and it's easier to record an episode anyway got a coffee got some breakfast recorded an episode got it done well worth checking out by the way as well they're actually quite heaving in the evening by the looks of it loads of space outside in the summer that'd be a bit of a dream next up we headed to Bastille Monument which was about a 20 minute walk away again it's another classic monument on a what's we'll a roundabout this time but there's a rose going off it pretty iconic for the revolution of course and after that I was planning to meet Oliver G from the Air Force Tower podcast in District 4. So we headed towards the La Marais area, which is a very trendy area of central Paris. Lots of independent shops, trendy streets, tree-lined 
roads, also lots of little city parks in there as well, independent cafes, independent shops, all that. So if you love wandering around, fairly expensive shops, but you know, walking around, checking out some trendy stuff, that is the area for you. But before I met Oliver, we had a trendy coffee at a place called The Coffee. I think they're a Japanese coffee place dotted around the world, and they've got a few locations in Paris. And we went to the one that was near La Marais area. This place was super chic and super modern. If you want to hear more about that cafe, check out my coffee episode in a few weeks' time. After that, we split ways, actually. I went to meet Oliver at Le Paloton Cafe in District 4. Got coffee in and recorded an interview, which went really well. I was a bit nervous about it because the tech can never be trusted really 100%. I was like, have I got everything sorted? I wasn't worried about the chat or talking about Paris and stuff like that. I was more worried about, was it going to record okay? Was it going to sound like? All went okay. And afterwards, met Emma in a park called Anne Frank Park, which is worth checking out in La Marais area. Chilled out for a bit, heard the audio back and it sounded okay. So that's good. And then after that, we popped over to Sacre-Cœur Lookout Point, which looks over all of Paris at a very fairly steep point. It started to rain though, a bit miserable. So we got there and the views were what I could describe as moody, but definitely worth doing, especially on a nice day. But after that, again, we're approaching 20,000 steps at this point and we got the metro back to the hotel. A top tip for snacks and food if you're on a budget for Paris, maybe breakfast you can get four or five euros, you know, the coffee and croissant combo. In the evenings, you are going to pay 10 to 20 euros for a dish. But for lunch, you just head to a supermarket. So they do sandwiches and baguettes for like one to two euros. It's very cheap for lunch. I was so hungry from that whole day that I nipped to the supermarket and got a triple tuna sandwich, which was like euro 40, I think. Super cheap. And our plan of attack in places like France, Switzerland, Austria, and Luxembourg here as well, is that because it's quite expensive, we do try to get a baguette, maybe some cheese, and reduce the cost that way for food. That's one of my top tips too. Anyway, last act of the day was heading to a Thai restaurant. We got some veg, which is much needed because we feel like we've not had any veg for ages. And for some reason, had an awful night's sleep, both of us. Maybe overtiredness, not really sure why. And then next morning, we had another classic Parisian breakfast at Felix Cafe, which is next to the hotel, and head to Gardelist. Don't know if I pronounced that right. For our train to Luxembourg. To summarise Paris, I absolutely love the place. I know some people don't like it, but I love the windy little streets, the random cafes you can go into. They're not chains, they're independent. Again, you are going to pay a fair amount of money for accommodation, eating out in central Paris, but that's expected. The walk along the Seine, really nice on a clear, sunny day. And for our time there, I think we ticked off a lot of stuff that we wanted to see. There's some stuff we couldn't do, but that's fine. We'll go back another time. The train from King's Cross to Paris, super easy, albeit slightly expensive if you've not got Interrail Pass. And also flying to Paris or flying to France is super cheap too. Just a fantastic three or four days. Classic city break. I felt like I accomplished everything I wanted to see and do. A lot of coffees in, a bit of French food in there and walked a lot of steps. If you want to hear more about Paris, watch out for my interview with Oliver G, which I recorded in the Le Peloton Café. About 45 minutes, pretty much about Paris and his podcast, The Eiffel Tower, which is about Paris. So if you want to hear more details, check out this podcast, or you can check out that interview coming in a few weeks. That's a super interview because I learned more about Paris than I probably ever knew, really. Like I, I knew bits about Paris, but never really knew much about it. Happy to come here. Great start to the trip. And now we're in Luxembourg, so watch out for my next episode where I'll probably cover... Luxembourg and probably the first half of Switzerland which will be in Zurich and that'll be mid next week thank you for tuning in and I'll catch you soon